in my mind, there are two real Santa Clauses. Mm. And obviously, obviously not real, but like when Santa's I think, real. Hey, who, hey, hey, when hey. I think, Santa's real. Relax. Oh, sorry to our kindergarten listeners. Um, we have a lot of them. Yes. Yes. We really, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna say anything else. <laughs> in my in my mind, when I'm like, you know, who is the real Santa Claus character? There's there's two options. We got we got a real life version and an animated version. Mm. The real real life Santa Claus is Tim Allen. Yes. And the real animated one is uh, the Santa from the Rudolph special from like the fifties. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, this intro is gonna be boring. I thought we were gonna debate this one. Well, but- I agree with like where you're going I've, I've already got my own opinions but where you're going with it those would be the oh, that's two. as far as i was going was right there in that genre what do you mean in that genre it's like you you split the uh you split the genre but yeah i see the so like you've got the real santa is tim allen which i agree with actually yes yeah, but yeah it has to be tim allen the alternate one is like the tim allen that like is like the bad tim allen you know what I'm talking about and whichever oh, one. Oh, in the, the Santa one. Claus too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was going more down that route. We actually. Oh agreed. no, I was just saying that the real real Santa Clauses are the Rudolph Santa Claus and the Tim Allen one. This is gonna be that's, a great. That's just. We agree. This is this is gonna be a great Christmas. It's gonna be a great Christmas. Wow. Let's tear it up over here, <laughs> dude. I'm speechless. You know what? We don't even need. Everyone knows. We agree. We don't even need to talk about the topic. That's the first time this has ever happened. I mean, fully. Wow. If only the, if only we were live on like YouTube right now. <laughs> I just can't believe that this is the one thing we agreed on. I know. <laughs> and we, we didn't talk about it before. We, we probably disagree on everything Christmas except for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah, we did it. Wow. We've made it. Well, well done for us. Welcome to Dummies with Wisdom. You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ. Coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. I was trying to think of like who else could it even be? And there's really like not. I mean, all the other Santa Clauses are fake, so. Like your only other Santa Clauses are like not good Santas. Like there's yeah. like they're a comedy thing or something. Mm-hmm. Like a Fred Claus or something. Or they're in a Hallmark movie, which is just awful. Right. And animated. Yeah, the Rudolph the animated Rudolph one I think is the only one I like. Tim Allen there's is no- like really good at it. Right. There is also, I mean, um Kurt Russell is one. I thought he's a good Santa, but the movies In suck. What? It's like a Christmas Carol, maybe, or Christmas Chronicles, or something Chronicles. But never seen it. He's it's not good. Like the movies aren't great, mm-hmm. but he's well, but you, as you, you, Santa. I thought was actually pretty good. You got to have both there though, because otherwise, like how how can the real Santa suck? You know. I mean, it's true. I mean, Sapan- so I mean, even if he's a good Santa, like the, if the movie's terrible, like the reason you think of. <laughs> Tim Allen is Santa is because the Santa Claus was a good movie. Now the Santa Claus, the elf Santa, Santa Claus two was decent. Yes, yeah. Third kind of went off the rails, but like 
he's still part a good of the Santa. It's, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of the uh the phantom menace of the santa claus series like you still watch it mm. of course and you watch it for tim allen too so well right I, i'm wondering how that santa. new uh you see this new series going on disney plus it's Ooh. called the santa clauses oh, with tim allen no he brought in one of the, like the writers from home improvement too <laughs> so i mean it could, could be I mean, good. It's tim yeah. allen it could be good it could be because he also said like he also said basically santa claus 3 sucked so we're gonna redeem ourselves <laughs> <laughs> i like it so i mean that's funny no but i also wish there was a cameo from the elf santa like buddy of the elf and like they would have had his own thing because i thought he was pretty uh, good is, but he didn't have like, that is he didn't have anything like he's your classic just like old dude and i was like he could have been something he's also he also yes he he's a he's a pretty good character but he's also kind of like mean at a couple points so like you kind of he's just firm you know well he, I mean, he like tries to chase buddy with like a whip or something until he realizes who it is in the <laughs> park hey he's in new york you gotta fend for yourself like he's, he's not he doesn't seem magical and fun well he's not he magical seems, because he needs everyone else's well, magic to the best way to spend sleigh. christmas spread christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear absolutely i'm gonna be singing that tonight now because you tried to muffle my christmas spirit in our promo for christmas so <laughs> which comes out after this <laughs> my tree actually isn't up yet neither's mine tomorrow no friday it's going up tonight so you're just <laughs> <laughs> you're just so oh. you, you, you do it friday because saturday's ohio state michigan but i'm not yeah but i'm not gonna be here this weekend so i have to like make up for a whole day that oh, okay I'm not you here know for. what I'll, I'll i'll give you that i'll give you that so anyway. today's question go for it oh yeah we're just gonna talk about how kind of christmas has been not even kind of christmas has been very commercialized um which is i mean i, I think that's to be expected in our culture um, sure you know it's a very materialistic culture it's a very i think consumeristic. my consumeristic that's that's mm-hmm. exactly the word i'm looking for um and so like and it's also like it is a good time of the year you know like sure most people are gonna have family and at least be getting together with friends and you're gonna have some time mm-hmm. off work and that sort of thing yep. and so it's not it should it's not a surprise that you know businesses and whatever else are going to take advantage of that um however within i think the church and i think both me and you have kind of grown up and seen and kind of come to this not even a realization but just this idea of where at what point did it become about waking up and opening a bunch of presents on christmas day instead of our first thought being what in the world the savior of the world you know what you know not literally because i think there's there's a whole lot of theological things that go behind it but like from a standpoint from a a certain point you know the creator of the world entered this world and that's not our first thought you know we've all we've all we've all been there we've how many times especially when when we're kids do our parents i mean typical stereotypical christian parents talk about how like jesus is the reason for the season and like it's not about the presence it's about jesus and it is that's not at all wrong but we always say that in the middle of a commercialized celebration Mm. sure nobody nobody says that like while we're just eating supper on the 23rd it's always like all right we pass out all the presents and then we read the christmas story and then we open presents or something yeah and so we we can't 
we can't really in, in the way that we typically celebrate Christmas nowadays, we can't really like separate the two. Like here's our like secular side yeah. of the celebration. Here's the religious side of the celebration. Cause if you look into the history of Christmas, like it is part of it is religious obviously yeah but there's also like the pagan holiday which is like where you get like the christmas tree and all that stuff from mm-hmm. so it kind of is a like a like a two-in-one holiday we right. just theologically focus on the one side yeah but a lot of times we as christians focus the celebration on the other side sure. on the secular side on the giving presents on the buying presents on the the tree the lights and that's all like they're all good things don't don't get me wrong yeah but when we're talking about like should we be celebrating christmas no nope yeah should we be <laughs> celebrating the commercialization of not celebrating should we celebrate a commercialized holiday that's the wording i was looking for yeah or do we do like the jehovah's witnesses do and just not celebrate holidays really at all sure. i think it's i think it's a valid question especially as you said in today's consumeristic commercialized culture yeah um and like i don't want to i'm not gonna be that guy who's like I'm not going to be that Jehovah's Witness type, you know, like I'm not going to be the we need to solely focus on, you know, this and this and this. And we need to be like super mindful on like I'm just not from that. What's the word? Like not traditional, like kind of. Oh, yeah. A little bit like I'm not from a traditional background. I'm not from like a ritualistic like I don't even want to say conservative because you have like like ritualistic mindset. Like I I don't necessarily I'm not talking about like belief. I'm talking about like um like well like even the church i'm going to how it's more liturgical how it's more like everyone's going to say the lord's prayer how everyone's going to take um you know the lord's supper together how we're going to you know actually celebrate um uh oh what do you call it what do you call this like literally this season and leading up like catholics advent advent like i'm not like that's not I, a Catholic thing. I know. Well, that was. I mean, I mean, it triggered you, like, or not triggered you. That's what <laughs> it triggered. I'm so mad about Advent, <laughs> Christmas only. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it got it got you on the same page. I knew, I knew that. Yeah, I knew if I yes. said that, it would get you on the same page. It's definitely yeah. not just a Catholic thing, but like advent itself is very like ritualistic and like you do these things on this time there's like certain songs that you're not going to sing and worship until this point in time you're like i can care less and like when it comes to doing like the presents and you know doing however you know people celebrate christmas that's not a bad thing in my opinion where i have the problem is that we're just not mindful i think that's where i kind of fall on Mm -hmm. it is that we've we've lost the mindfulness of um how important it is and i don't think we need to make this big old blown out like oh my goodness Mm -hmm. like the lord came like you know he was here and like all this stuff like but have respect Mm -hmm. for that and like be amazed in that and take moments whether it's christmas day or the lead up or wherever you need to to have time to respect that i guess because the manner we're just talking about before like he didn't need to have you know the lord didn't need to have make the lord be born i guess necessarily we can talk the theology on that but like there could have been probably other ways that jesus could have entered the world and had he not been prophesied that way right exactly like the whole the whole picture could have been yes made different is what you're saying just to clarify yeah, for the no that's good and so while while you're trying to gather <laughs> your train of thought um i 
I think you make a, a great point there with the whole mindset thing, because that that was actually kind of what I, where I was kind of going. If we don't celebrate Christmas in a commercialized way, yeah, or in a not, not even commercialized isn't even the right word, but like you know the tree and the lights and you know the fun stuff like the the modern Western or American Christmas. What you think of when you think of celebrating Christmas? Mm-hmm. If you take that away, like what is our celebration? Like right. sure, we can we can sing songs, we can we can have prayer at church, we can you know we can do stuff that is directly correlating to the religious side of Christmas. But if we take away the the commercial side, like that that is most of our celebration. The problem isn't necessarily with that; it's with it being only that and not recognizing you and why are like why are we celebrating at all? Like we can't. Yeah. The, as near as I know, there is no sort of holiday special event time of year that we just celebrate nothing. You're always celebrating something. Yeah. And so where where is that mindset? And you know, your your Christian people and your non-Christian people are probably going to ha- spend a lot of the uh, the Christmas season in the a lot of the same ways. Yeah. But where where is that mindset? Are you when you're celebrating? Is is that even in your mind? Yeah. Is it beyond that time when you read the Christmas story and as a kid you, were, you can't believe that they are making you wait another three minutes to open presents? That is just absolutely ridiculous. Mm. You know, is is that our mindset as older people who should not be that focused on presents? Yeah. Or are we are we caught up in the commercialization? I think that's a lot of where the difference would be. And I think I mean you literally said what I was like starting to go with. Um, and I think what we've, what we've ended up making it without necessarily realizing it is that we've got our kids thinking about not, well, I guess not my kids, but like kids in general. And I remember, I remember feeling like this and this is kind of what, like, I think has led me to this path of like, you wake up Sunday morning or, you know, Christmas morning and you didn't like get the present that you wanted or, you know, you've had those years where it's like that ungratefulness sets in and like, okay, Mm -hmm. sure. As like a freaking 10 year old, whatever, like that's probably almost every 10 year old out there is probably gonna be disappointed on Christmas morning. (laughs) Yep. But (laughs) I remember feeling like that. And like, as I've like opened my Bible and as I've learned more and as I've grown, it's like, I know that's the mindset of not only just kids, I think that's most everybody. You know, there's this expectation that Christmas needs to look like this or either I'm getting something or whatever it is, you know, for anybody. And what I love about the Christmas story itself is that, you know, God did choose to have, you know, Jesus born of a virgin and all this stuff. And yeah. some one of the best talks I ever heard on Christmas itself and like Jesus coming into the world was, this was the very, this was like the pinnacle of us being weaved into the story with Jesus again. You know, there's this molten, there's, you know, several hundred year gap where we didn't hear from the Lord, where yeah. he was quiet. And all of a sudden this was like, we're back on the scene. The Lord was working. He's still working and he's about to do something absolutely amazing in this time in history. And he wants us to be a part of it again, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that even just from that standpoint, like you can almost, I think you make a really good argument and a really cool image of us being brought back into the story and us back into mm-hmm. being involved with the Lord and what he wants to do in this earth and ushering in, you know, the Lord himself. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, I think, I think that's a great point. We, you, you said earlier, you said that, uh, you know, God could have done it completely differently. Obviously we said like whole story, like he could have been prophesied that he would, um, I don't know. He would appear in the middle of the Jordan River yeah. 
and Jesus just appeared as a 30 year old man. Like that could have, that could have happened if God mm-hmm. wanted it to be that way. I mean, like it, like it literally could have been, Jesus could have been born of, of a man, even though that's like, uh, what's the anatomically impossible. Like <laughs> he could have made shoot, that. If that that's, been... Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not here to say no, God can't do that. I don't know why he would, but like, yeah. Hey, he wants that and, and he wants him to be born a 20 year old male. I sure. Like, <laughs> We've created I mean, quite like, the image here. Yeah. Yeah. I really, uh, really blew that one out of proportion. <laughs> Because that wasn't even the point I was making. <laughs> the point was, <laughs> regardless, yeah. Christmas as it exists would not have had to exist if God wanted to bring Jesus forth in a completely different, opposite way. Mm-hmm. We can take away Christmas and still have the gospel, essentially, in that hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. However, we cannot take away Easter Sure. And still have that gospel. Right. Like Jesus can be born a baby, but if all of Easter doesn't happen, the crucifixion and the resurrection, yeah. which is why we celebrate Easter more rather than Good Friday, um, you can't have Christianity, you can't have the gospel without Easter. Right. So Like you can since, have Christianity without the disciples. You can have Christianity without like, you know, his ministry. You can have all that. Like the point of the gospel is that Jesus came to earth, you know, died raised from the dead and then you know everything else unpacked underneath that of why and then that doesn't nullify you know i think a lot of people would say exactly what you just said you know what i've been saying and they would take that as like that's i don't think the, anyone's ever suggested he could have been born of a man that is true <laughs> that is true. i'm well uh, maybe okay not not <laughs> worth not worth it <laughs> I, I would not doubt nope. that people have said that um <sighs> And been serious about it, but yeah, sadly. Uh, but I think what a lot of people probably would say, and this would probably be your more like ultra conservative people, is that they would take the gospel itself and then they would completely isolate it and say that the rest of this is kind of you know whatever. I think right. there's still importance to Christmas, which is why I think we're arguing that there does need to be a time and space to reflect and respect that. There is a time and place to look at jesus ministry there's a time and place to look at how the disciples interacted and how they went forth and you know how the church grew from them you know there's importance and all that and it's really important but you can't have our faith without that gospel aspect of what like what literally happened and then what spiritually happened because of that and then the you know inevitable result and our own you know what we need to get out of that and respond because of it. You know? Right. Well, with everything you said about how, how like God was in essence silent for a couple hundred years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden burst back onto the scene with, um, Elizabeth and Zachariah and Mary and then yeah. John the Baptist and, and Jesus. And then even in that, there's like essentially more or less like silence for like 30 years until yeah. Jesus really, right. Well, until John, that's not the point. The point being in, in that moment and even up th- through easter like that is a huge moment like jesus being born yeah now it might not have been recognized by many people at that time but it was a massive moment because all of a sudden not only is god like opening the curtain like god's on the stage again yeah 100%. so is it should we now that now that we're post-resurrection as we said like it isn't it, it isn't uh the core i guess of the story to put it that way like it's it's important for sure because of everything 
But do we should we, should we be celebrating Christmas or do we need to celebrate Christmas is maybe the better question now that we're on the other side of the resurrection. I mean, I would say 100%. Like, yes, absolutely celebrate because of what, I, you know, what I said earlier. I don't think we need to be we don't need to tie ourselves up in our faith, you know? I don't think we need to um hold back, I guess, or restrict ourselves in some way. Like naturally, like this is the assumption yeah. that you are you know, you love the Lord, you're following him, you know, just by the, and you're continuing to want to grow, that should inevitably pour out good things. And so like, with that in mind, you know, enjoy Christmas, like enjoy what the, what our world is giving it. Cause there are good assets. Not everything is bad about our world, but Go have, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but have that like, but you have to have that reflection. You have to have that respect for the season. And I think it's it's a lot easier said than done to have yeah. like Jesus number one in this season. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's also harder said than done to ha- keep him there. You know, I think like, yeah. and I think that's that's the literally the battle of life. Like that shouldn't just be a Christmas season that we've got the Lord first in our mind. Like I'm right. not saying that you're going to be able to consistently do that. But, you know, fighting to keep the Lord at the center of this, that you're still in this season, you're not going to get lazy. You're not going to get too busy for the Lord in this very, very consumeristic aspect of culture um, that we live in, but they are going to press into what you've been doing, hopefully, you know, all year and every other season. And that inevitably in this time of year should bring in a more, you know, Christmassy theme to your study, to your mindset, to the really, really amazing special things that happened when Jesus came. Right. When we look at the Old Testament, the the big, like, just overarching points of of the uh, Old Testament are essentially like we, we you got creation, then you got the fall. So you got the fall, and then it's that uh, there's a Messiah that's coming. Mm-hmm. We are buried in sin and need the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And continually fall into sin over and over again, and that's that uh, that Messiah will the seed will be from Abraham. Mm-hmm. Again, God could have chose to do it differently, but that he but he didn't. He chose yeah. to do it this way. Right. And so if we if we kind of take Christmas out of the picture, even though it's not like the crux of the gospel, you're kind of taking away like a lot of the point of the Old Testament. The whole mm. Old Testament is to point us to the coming Messiah. Right. And he was born of a woman, which is incredibly important. He's of the line of of Abraham, of Jacob, of David. That's incredibly important. He's fully man. Yeah, that's one way that like that you can know that like he is born from Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, he's born of a virgin. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that's very important in that, and that's not to say that that's like the the crux per se of of our salvation is. I mean, if you don't believe he was born of a virgin if you think he just appeared like there's a lot of questions there right but like does does is that like the antithesis of the gospel if you think he just appeared when he was 30 no you're incredibly wrong and there's a lot of questions i have for you but like mm. that's 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 in, in essence rejecting a big part not the entire thing yeah i don't know if i'm saying all this very articulately no. i mean i think but, that's that's what separates our faith from others is that right our god is a god that loves to write history and he loves to weave mm-hmm. his name 
into not only our lives the world the un- like the universe mm-hmm. itself and so like in his timing what gives him the most glory what allows us to be a part of that the most because i think that's a big part of you know his story as well is how he's yeah. used us and how we kind of ebb and flow into this whole thing and how the pieces just fall on the line and this is how it happened right. you know it's just like you start looking back and it's not like a there are some things that slap you in the face but a lot of especially the old testament you just you get through a 50 chapter book and then you almost don't even realize what happened and then you start mm-hmm. like recapping it and you're like oh my word like <laughs> like yeah. that piece perfect that piece perfect this piece just slides in right when it needed to you know and all of a sudden we're here i think what we're what we're in essence saying is that the commercialization of christmas is it's bad in the yeah. sense of how far it's gone and right. how we take it even as Christians. I For mean, sure. like, not there's nothing wrong with it. But, like, I mean, most most churches put Christmas trees on stage. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. it's ingrained into Christmas at this point, right. which is, is not, it's not good. I wouldn't say it's inherently bad. It's just bad it's very, because... It's neutral. Like, I think there's advantages to it, you know, but, like, it can be a distraction. It can be an advantage, you know? Yeah, at the, I, I think what we're going at is we we should celebrate Christmas absolutely because it is it is a massive part of theology. Like if if you reject Christmas, it's hard to it's hard to imagine that you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like that it's completely impossible, right. but it's hard to believe that because that's such a foundational part of of the gospel is is everything revolving around Christmas. Um, and we need to keep we need to keep christ at the center of our mindset and not even just in christmas in every season yeah but i think i think in christmas we were tempted to really we're, we're really tempted to put something else completely center in our mind when are we putting the tree up when are we um putting the lights on it when are we uh mm-hmm. um decorating christmas cookies yep. how many of my presents are under the tree yeah um even even in the good stuff of like getting presents for others we can become so preoccupied that we forget um you know, look how generous i'm being this you know christmas mm-hmm. season like yeah or even i'm gonna the people who all they do is go out and serve and just continue to work there <laughs> you know it's like all right where's your rest you know where's where are you letting the lord enter into your servanthood you know it's uh right oh look at what i'm doing with my time over christmas like that again you're you just ruined everything you're, you're trying to do <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I think the the question that we must ask ourselves is that if Jesus was the Santa in the movie Elf, mm. would his sleigh be able to fly based on our hearts? <laughs> based off our hearts. So yeah, do we have that that Jesus Christmas spirit to make his sleigh fly? <laughs> hey, salvation is not based off works. That's not at all the point that that was making. <laughs> oh man all right well uh thanks for listening uh we hope you're uh enjoying your uh, christmas season uh, if you have the tree up hopefully you're not too convicted by today's episode <laughs> um but we have a very very important discussion coming out here in a couple of weeks right before christmas uh, it'll be a short one it'll be really short um yeah. but it is it is crucial all of our episodes are but like this one i mean this one will blow your mind this one will change your life it uh it might add years to your life just gaining Mm. the insight that we have that's the whole point we're here about saving lives extending lives really immortality we have the key to immortality 
I'm actually going to say that's not heresy. <laughs> Dude, but we still die. <laughs> but we still die. <laughs> unless unless well, the rapture happens first. Hey. Hey. Yes. Then are we technically immortal? That's Our a, spirits that's, are immortal. That's a, that, that's a question for another day. That we'll get to one. that eventually. Mm. I'm, I'm intrigued now. My mind <laughs> is going. Anyways, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Sayonara. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom.